Hi and welcome to episode one of Single Mom on the Run. Before we actually get started, I just wanted to tell you how and why I started my own business and left teaching. Um, so I suppose my story starts in a classroom. So picture it, I'm a single parent of three, studied really hard to complete my degree and get my teaching qualification whilst juggling the kids. Um, it's always been a bit of a a puzzle at best. I had my most vivid memory of realising the challenge that I was facing was when I drove home after giving birth to my third. So I parked up outside my flat, had a newborn, one-year-old and a nearly five-year-old. And then I just sat there and realised I actually didn't know how to get them all out of the car into my flat because I had some stairs. So this was my first puzzle as a single mom to three. But you'd be glad to know that I did solve it and we have been successfully getting them in the house ever since. So all is good. But anyway, so I'm finishing dissertations in the middle of the night. I was feeding my youngest. Um, fast forward and now I'm qualified as a teacher. Uh, it's the holidays. And instead of spending time with them, you know, thinking that you've got all the time in the world, if you're a teacher, you know this is true. Um, we, I was with a friend and we were in the, in the classroom and we were marking. So my kids were at an after-school club, um, 501 club, Kids Can in Tottenham, Stroke Kids Can in Tottenham. Um, so yeah, we were marking, preparing lessons and we were moaning how, you know, how that happens sometimes when you get with another colleague. But we sat there and we were like, why are we doing this to ourselves? We, we're we tired. It's our holiday time. And I think we had been in, I think it was a week holiday. So we had been every day. Um, and it must have been maybe the third or fourth day. And yeah, we were talking about how tired we were. I was always shouting. Um, in a way, I was a better parent to the children in my classroom than I was to the ki- to my own kids. Um, so out of this conversation, an idea was born to make our own resources and sell them. So we laughed about it, we came up with names, um, and within the next week, we actually registered a company. You know, we didn't know how to do any of this, we didn't know the first place to start, but we had this idea, you know, we were struggling with spelling in the classroom, so we're like, we were gonna design the greatest spelling scheme ever, and we're just going to become millionaires. We're like, you know, all schools will need this, we'll be helping everyone, and if we sell it at this and a million schools buy it, we are, <laughs> we are going to be multi-millionaires. That was the plan, that was the dream. So fast forward two years now, there are a lot of ups and downs. Our spelling idea, barely anyone bought it, we spent months and months, um, our first year of business, we made a grand total of about £400. But we were pleased, we were happy. Every time we got a small scale, it was like a little victory. Um, we were far from the millionaires we wanted to be. But we were happy, you know, people were actually, we were uploading our own resources and people, teachers were buying them and liking them. So, um you know, I was staying up all night, I was making resources, trying to go harder for the second or stroke third year. And we were building a following now. But then it came to a point where 
This might have happened to others. You go into business with a friend with the same vision, but, you know, everyone's lives are different. So we had different things that we wanted. You know, my friend, um, she wanted to concentrate more on her personal life and her career within the school, whereas I had this desire to make... You know, I the thought of that I was actually helping others and... I was getting extra income and I knew that I could do something to get myself out of the situation I was in with with my children, you know, being in a really small flat, being all cramped. So, yeah, my dream was that I wanted to make enough money to give the kids what they wanted and what they needed. Like I said, I wanted to move us out of our small two-bedroom flat. I was sleeping on the sofa so the kids could have the rooms um, and, you know, if I'm really honest with myself, I wanted to do something to compensate for the guilt that I carry, I still carry now, for being, for them being in a single parent family. Um, also, you know, being a single parent, although I was working, I was still receiving benefits, and there's a stigma to that, and I, I always did feel a way and I just didn't want that stigma. And seeing that the extra money I was earning could replace those benefits, I thought, no, I need to carry on doing this so that I didn't have to claim benefits anymore. So I made a decision that somehow I would come off of all benefits and I would be the sole provider for the kids. Um, I also started thinking about working on myself um, as a person and just giving them a better mum than what I was being now. So I had the difficult conversation with my friend um, and I decided to set up on my own. It, it was a hard decision, you know, it was a hard decision but then at the end of the day I, I had to think of my own kids um, and then the start of my new chapter started. Um, Closing the Gap Limited was born and now I was working in a different school. Um, so I was teaching. I had two businesses. Um, still had three kids and it was it was difficult. We decided with the first business that we would limit it so that we were both doing an equal amount of work and we were going to limit it to one or two resources being made a month. Um so so yeah, I was committed. It became it was a summer holidays. And I was working mad hours. I was working 100-hour weeks. But I was determined, you know, I worked past midnight. I put my alarm up for five, sometimes earlier than that. But then it started to pay off. So things started happening. Um, and it was August. So August is a is a, is a month that I would always remember because... It was the first time where, just by myself, with just selling resources, that I had made just over £8,000 in the month. And that was just huge. Huge to me. I just I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. I was thinking, how did this happen? Um, and then that August, I decided I would stop benefits. And I made a commitment to never go back. And believe it or not, it was really difficult to stop the benefits. It was difficult. You know, the process was longer than I thought. 
I ended up owing them a lot of money that I was actually entitled to. Um, but I thought, no, I don't want it to hold me back. Because if I sell next month, next month, it might be that I just would never do it. Also, having income from a business and claiming benefits is difficult. And I didn't really, I didn't want to get in any trouble. I just wanted to, I wanted life easy. So I stopped the benefits and then September happened. So I was back at work, multitasking. And from the 8th and then in September, it went up to 20, 20 K. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, like this is, <clears throat> this is amazing. Um, Then what I found was, it was just impossible to juggle this. The more sales you get, the more customers you get, the more customer questions you get. Um, it was impossible to be a good teacher and run two businesses. And at this point, um, my friend and I were barely doing any work, to be honest, with the previous business, but it was still running nicely in the background. Um, and I decided that I would have to hand in my notice um, luckily, I have some really good friends. My friends were helping me out with emails, things like checking resources, things like that. It was really good. Um, so, January. Um, I, not January, yep, January. So, I worked my notice. So, September till January, till December. Then it was the holidays. Then January, the kids went back to school. And I, I was my and my own person I was free um and it was difficult you know I had all these visions in my head that I would love it I would absolutely love it and it was really difficult um the cross isn't always greener so you know I left work and suddenly my safety net was gone so, you know, my monthly wage, my pension, whilst I was earning the extra money, I wasn't actually paying myself, but it was building up and you forget that your your nine to five, it does provide you with that safety. Um, and now I didn't have it. So if I was falling, that's, I'm done, I'm finished. And I became quite anxious. Um, I became quite anxious and I had a period of being even more overwhelmed than what I was when I was actually working, which which is, it sounds silly, but now I had no structure to my life. I was taking the kids to school, picking them up. I was getting used to that school run, um, talking to a lot more people in the mornings. I, But then now I was spending a lot more time alone, not really talking to adults. So I would leave to take the kids to school. You say hello um, to the parents and I would come back and I would sit and work. Then I'd pick the kids up, do something and then sit and work. I, you know, I missed the interactions I had at work. There are a lot of things that I missed. Um, you know, I didn't really know who I was. I had always identified as a teacher. And even when I told my kids I was leaving, they, they, were, they didn't understand. They were like, what? but you're a teacher. How, what what are you going to be doing now? And they didn't actually want me to give up my job. Um, and also, so now I was hiring others. I was making, you know, a decent amount of money monthly, but I had forgotten about things like when you pay yourself, you need to get ta you, you get taxed. I was now paying others. Um, and the money that was coming in 
that's not my income. And so I sat there for a while and I was thinking, oh gosh. And I was actually worse off in my situation now than when I was on benefits and teaching. And I had those thoughts of, do I go back? Do I go back? Should I go back? Um, but I, I persevered and, you know, and this leads me to where I am now. Um, it led me on a journey of, of you know, self-development. I started going on a lot of courses. I started reading a lot of audio books, you know, all of those Think and Grow um, Rich books. Um, you know, all of those kind of books. And and it led me to my journey um, to click funnels. So I've done the challenge. Well, I'm doing the challenge now. Hence, my first podcast, because this is something that I have to do. Um, before this, I went to Tony Robbins. I attended the London UPW, which changed my whole mindset. It did. If you've been to, <laughs> to see Tony Robbins, yep, life will never be the same again. Um, I went on a course to learn more about NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it it opened up my eyes. You know, I had this moment where... I could help a lot of people with this, a lot of teachers, a lot of children. Um, and if I can, if I can come from not having much time, but building up a business on my own, I can do this. And I can honestly say that I'm such a different person from last year. I still have many, many flaws still. I still have, I don't have a short temper, but I, I react to many things still. But I'm working on it and I'm aware of what I need to be doing. Um, each layer of my journey gives me something to work on. And I'm feeling a lot more content in myself. My relationship with my children, that is getting better. Um, I'm still on my sofa. I have a way to go. But I am excited about the journey ahead. So, um, yes, yeah, so I just want to thank you for listening. And hopefully you will follow my journey and hopefully I will come off of my sofa.